Are you a business owner or marketer looking to reach highly engaged podcast listeners like yourself? AdvertiseCast can help. Whether you're looking to promote a national brand across Canada or a regional event or a service, we've got you covered. Reach out today to Bob at AdvertiseCast.com. That's B-O-B at AdvertiseCast.com. A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-E-C-A-S-T at symbol period com. C-O-M. AdvertiseCast as in podcast.com. And be sure to use our personalized checkout code at the checkout page before making any purchase. That checkout code for you listeners is the Picture Time O'Clock Podcast, spelled just like the name of the podcast, but with the word the at the beginning, T-H-E, and then it's Picture Time O'Clock, but without the comma in O'Clock. So that checkout code, one more time, is going to be the Picture Time This time is burning But I'm afraid to step out on my own I'm afraid I want a shot You can take it all You can take your chances Chances Bow down to the podcast mafia. What's your name and, and where do you live? Uh, my name is David and I live in Toronto. Oh, okay, sick. Nice. Yeah, and I kind of just just like this morning realized that you live in Montreal, I think, or Toronto. Yeah, I do. I live in Montreal. Okay. Great. Do you want my picture now or should I give it to you as I explain it? Yeah, no, I'm going to only get it from you after, once we hang Oh, up. I see. Oh, sick. Okay. This is such yeah, a good yeah. idea for a show. I'm stoked. Yeah, if, people always say that, but then um, I think once you listen back to this, like once it's done, you'll realize it's not that great of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Have we already started? Or oh, well, I've been recording this whole time, but okay, I'll I'll hit record yeah. now. So uh, cool. I, I wasn't sure if you were gonna do like a formal intro or something. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll hit record right. I'm recording right now. Okay, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm on mic. I may, I'm, you actually sound different. Did something, did you click something else in like, that, okay, for real? Do I actually, <laughs> I sound different now? I don't know. I think you just like put on your, like, I'm on mic. Oh voice, yeah, maybe. probably. I kind of have, I kind of have one for sure. Or you got closer. You got I did. Closer. I got closer. Got closer I, I'm something. looking at the waveform trying to, uh, yeah. <laughs> are you, are you like an audio guy or something? I was clicking around on your page. Yeah. I, um, I like work. Uh, editing and producing podcasts. Oh, really? Like you work on other ones too? Yeah. Like, well, I work for a company and I kind of like edit podcasts for a company. So, I mean, I don't currently have a podcast, but when I did, we, we kind of made a point of never editing it because we thought it, I mean, it was mostly my thing, but I was like, all the good bits are getting chopped out. But what do you, what is, what do you edit? Um, is it Oz or like the conversation? Well, well, for like for like my actual work, it's like the ums and Oz, and then um, I'll like get rid of because well, the the podcasts I edit for work are like like corporate kind of like or like tech company podcasts. So I'll like oftentimes they'll like say something. I don't know, like a guest will say something about like some company they used to work for. And then there'll be like a note about like needing to cut that out for like legal reasons. It's like, oh, like they're shit that. talking, they're shit talking too much. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then <laughs> they don't want that to be like public information and stuff like that. But then right. for my own podcast, I do a lot of like editing, but it's more in like a way where I'm like adding like music in the background or sound effects or like. So we um, add some cool sound effects right now. I will for sure. Yeah. Well, no, no, not right now. Like, not in real time. 
in, in post, 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 <laughs> post. Right? Post. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you could make yeah, it. Yeah. You could you could make it something something sick just happen when I said that. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I could do anything. I can like change your voice or like I use this thing um, that I pay like five dollars a month for. It's like this like AI voice cloning software. So like. See, so if I want you, think- you to say something else, I'll just type that in and oh, you'll say it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That, that's the thing is I, I was going to say something, but before I do, I just wanted to let you know that I think you're really awesome, by the way. And I, I wish I was you. Right. I hope it's okay that I said that. Damn. So um, is there anything you want me to do for you? I'll, I'll do, do anything. anything. I'll do anything. I don't know. Yeah, so I guess if people don't know who I am, my name is Josiah Hughes. Uh, for many year, for six years, my friend Sam and I had a show called Blink-155, became 155 after. But initially it was we talked about every single Blink-182 song one week at a time. Uh, at great depth, sometimes like three or four hours dedicated just to one song. Um, and then once we ran into Blink-182 songs, we started talking about different punk songs. And I like, we did the podcast for a good full year where I was just using a mic that I found at my band's practice space and plugging it straight in. And then since then, I'm using the same Blue Yeti that I've had all along. Um, and <laughs> my friend Seamus said that, for example, they couldn't listen while they were driving because it was mixed too quietly or, you know, there's oh, yeah, all, yeah. I, and I feel like even as I, like some of the biggest interviews with guests we had later on, I'd realized that I had my thing on the wrong driver and accidentally recorded it through the internal laptop mic or like, there's just right. so many things. I feel like I got worse at audio over the over my 10,000 hours rather than better. Did you, do you do audio aside from the podcast or have before? I mean, I've like played in bands and I've tried mixing records before, but I definitely don't know how to do it. Or and I and yeah. I I almost like I think in the context of a podcast, I almost don't respect it in a way. I I think I I just think it should sound how it sounds. If it's otherwise it yeah, just seems well, like NPR. Otherwise you're doing radio, I think. Yeah, well, the thing about podcasts, too, is, like, it's, there's no, like, like, when you mix, like, music, you kind of have to know what you're doing, but, um, because, like, the podcasts get, like, compressed by, like, Spotify or whatever thing you're on, like, to such shitty MP3s, like, most of them are just, like, compressed like a brick, and just, they're, just need to be loud, and that's kind of it. Like, if they, if they sound, like, bad and reverby, that's fine. But then if they're quiet, then I guess that's where I kind of, like, am, like, that's where I go. That's the one. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) There was also, like, we didn't use pop screens for the entirety of Blink-155. And there was this one guy who was, like, an audio producer, mixer guy. And he he would, like, like, he kind of went psycho emailing me all the time, messaging me getting angry uh, at first it was like joking but then it was he was clearly like so pissed off that we didn't use a pop screen and we had like the hard s's and stuff which you know what that it's probably thing- it's probably pretty annoying to listen to but you're listening to two like guys in their mid-30s talking about blink 182 like it's already so annoying yeah so, i think the majority of people don't even notice like the pops though like they do but they're not like thinking about it yeah it's one of those things where i guess once you're once you start thinking about it too much I don't know. I feel like I'm really into like uh, bougie coffee and I'm really into yeah. the internet. You know, I have enough things that I'm obsessed with that I don't want to become like an you audio don't... guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But but I expect this to be mixed to the utmost quality. Uh, yeah. If I um I do. I do spend a long time like all like I'm going to EQ your voice like for 15 minutes. Probably, honestly. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Well, I think we were recording it. I can't remember if it was we were recording everything in mono or in stereo, but one of the, one of the, I don't know, everyone was like, oh, it's hilarious that they're recording it. They're like, just get it. You're the one listening to it. You're the real nerd, you know? So, yeah. Um, Why did you guys time. stop the podcast? I just feel like, um, I mean, it was like deeply unhealthy 
<laughs> way to be. We are talking about pop punk so much all the time. Um, and I think we just kind of ran out of things to say about it. I see. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be something else one day, but it kind of well, still do the out. newsletter. We do. Yeah, we do. So we just transition it to a newsletter because it's like also Sam is producing a bunch of movies right now. He's like a, oh, a wow. big shot. He's a big wig. And so he's like so much movies. Busy. Yeah, like a Marvel movie. No, I'm kidding. He, yeah, I mean, yeah, though. He's producing like a whole bunch of – he he produces like music documentaries. Um, oh, sweet. So he's like actually really more busy than usual and it was a real time suck. Uh, and it's just like I, I don't know if you've ever become too obsessed with something where now it's just as like repulsive to you. That's how I feel about Blink-182 at this point. But – but – more, uh, didn't you finish with those Blink-22 episodes like early on in the podcast career? Say that again? Those Blink-182 episodes that you did of the of your podcast would have been like years ago now until you moved on to like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think it was, uh, I've, I, I mean, it was the best. It was so fun and, and an amazing project that I think we both felt so lucky to be part of. But it's like, you can't just keep doing that shit forever. Yeah, um, that's true, I guess. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what's the next thing I want to become hyper-obsessed with. So, we'll see. Would but, you do another podcast? I Yeah, I mean, maybe. The the one thing about, like, the what I love about podcasts is that there's no barriers at all and anyone can do it. But then I find that there's almost so little barriers that I have, like, no boundaries. And then I just start a project that has absolutely no payoff and endless yeah. takes an endless amount of time and uh sucks you in so i i think i could do another podcast tomorrow but i'm scared too because it's just it's, see. A, it's a trap <laughs> so we'll see right, but wait, I, I don't, I don't know, know if um you kind of started the introduction or did did you do it <laughs> the introduction like you said to, this, to this show or, this is oh, uh, like the, the introduction to yourself My name's Josiah. So yeah, I used to host a show called Blink-155. I've done a whole bunch of other... I had another podcast called Globe Hell Warning. If you're if you're a true head, you'll know. What is it? Um, Globe I, Hell? Globe Hell Warning. Okay. Um, and, and I also used to work for Exclaim Magazine, so I'm kind of like a, a retired music journalist. Although I still... Now we have the 155 newsletter on Substack, which is kind of a little... Which is a couple of old farts talking about uh, new music, which is really grotesque sentence to say out loud but yeah i'm kind of like a retired music journalist i just have a normal job now i don't have a podcast currently i'm just like a, a normal working uh drone basically nice wait you said you have no job right now no i i, I have a job but i'm no longer like a oh i'm no longer a reveal, cultural critic i'm just a guy. the nature of your current work uh <laughs> yeah i mean it's well, you kind don't of, have to well it's just like a i'm a copywriter basically okay so just okay. kind of like marketing bullshit job cool but i like it it's cool um yeah nice. do you work from home yeah i do yeah i work from nice home. are all the people that you work with on slack like in canada or are they like all over the world no they're all over the world but i think uh nice. It's just people, it's not music journalists who are like the biggest nerds on earth. Like they're just such dorks. I'm so thankful to not interface with music journalists unless I want to, you know? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. The people I worked with when I was at that internship, I wouldn't even, well, they weren't journalists. They were like music, like marketing kind of people, which like, I don't know. I, actually, they seem like really interchangeable. Like they could, those people could have had any job in the world. Is what it felt like. Yeah, anyway, I mean, anyway, <laughs> that yeah, I I don't know, I don't want to get into it too much, but I feel like um, Toronto is just very funny to me because there's people who are kind of like industry climbers or whatever, but it's like yeah, you work for exactly like, you work for like CTV or like you work for something called yeah, Crave. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's right. not. This isn't a real place. Just like I wish I could down. work for Crave, though, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably be a good be cool. job. You could work. You could like promote the Jay Baruchel new show where he's <laughs> like, "What the fuck is going?" I don't know. I don't really know. 
Um, my uh, but friend's yeah. sister got married to that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I haven't heard of anything in a while, but like, actually, I don't have any like gossip about that. Besides just that, it's like kind of interesting. <laughs> is this is this like a gossip show? Like, what's the what's the general? No, I think I'm actually. Here? I was. I think I'm gonna cut that. That I said that out. I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that for some reason. <laughs> That's cool. Um, nice. Okay, I was just gonna say uh, your newsletter. Is it like exclusive to punk music, or like you can talk about anything? Because I saw. Well, well, actually, just answer the question first, and then I'll. Sure. Yeah, no, it's not. And I think uh, the the premise, like, I mean, you're probably thinking, wow, this guy talked about Blink-182 for six years. What a, what a loser. I mean, you're, you no. are correct. But um, I, I think... I don't think that. Uh, I've always been really into like experimental and difficult and pretentious music and culture and kind of like more highbrow annoying stuff. But I also secretly love Blink-182. And I think uh, my co-host Sam is kind of the opposite kind of guy. He hates like pretentious, serious stuff. And he loves like uh, Jeff Rosenstock or like singing singing along with your friends and getting sweaty arm in arm kind of music. So we're, we're like the opposite. We're like the exact same guy, but we have the opposite taste. And so that's kind of okay. the tension of the show is like we but both you kind just of like at Blink-182. Yeah, we both like Blink-182, but we're just kind of like uh, the opposite in every other way. So the idea of the newsletter is it's us showing each other new music we found this week. And then we're both commenting on it, which means that we're like pretty bitchy sometimes because there's this kind of longstanding uh, friendly feud that one of us thinks is better than... I think that like like minimal German techno is better than he thinks like... 10th wave emo revival is better or something. So it's kind of, that's the right. tension. So it's really ultimately for no one, I think, but uh, it's a lot of fun for us. Do you talk about other, like, but you talk about other genres of music on the podcast sometimes or no? Yeah. Like we would, we would kind of, I would just always try to talk about, and it was kind of like someone, my friend, Caleb, who's also like a, a bit of an audio head. So shout out Caleb, but Caleb. Caleb. he said that, he thought the show was less us talking about Blink-182 and more us using Blink-182 as a lens to understand culture Other and music. art. And the, yeah, yeah, so it's it's just like so pretentious. Oh my God. But I love it. <laughs> uh, there's there's way more pretentious podcasts than that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. We got we to gotta try harder next time. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say, um, I like that post you made about that uh, Facebook page called Wise Gals that you were talking about that you're <laughs> yeah. linking to in your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that an old post or is that fairly recent? Um, okay, so yeah, that kind of like, that kind of leads into part of the process of me trying to decide what photo to talk about is like, I would say like 10 years ago or maybe even longer. Like, I don't know, do you have Facebook first of all? I do. Do you, like, I don't do you, use it, but I have it. You don't use it, right? Like no one uses it. I, I assume you're much younger than I am, but uh, I like I'm no one. Thirty one. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm thirty eight. So you're you're still young enough. That I'm you, getting I'm getting there. You probably didn't use Facebook very for very long before you switched. To something yeah, else. only when yeah, like in high school, and then by the time I was like twenty one, it kind of or twenty two, it switched to Instagram. Yeah, because because like for me, Facebook there was a time. Where I would use it and I would be like, Josiah, he's is stoked for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, I the, had you know, that. <laughs> that, that. That phase. <laughs> Obviously, my Facebook has been as dormant as everyone else's. But then as long as like 10 years ago, I just started becoming obsessed with like different Facebook groups. Like that one of the first ones I ever joined was called Mommy Drinks Wine and Swears. And then I would join okay. ones about like being a badass mom and like being over the hill. And I've just like over the years started just every few weeks or so, I go through all the recommended groups for me and add them. I join all of them. Like yeah. I'm literally in like a couple hundred groups that are all kind of like, uh, you know, ones about being a badass mom or being over the hill, but also ones that are like hyper obscure, like prep 
prep cook memes or um, the, I'm in a group called Coffee and Kilts. That's just like people who wear kilts while drinking coffee. And I'm in like all okay. kinds of different regional uh, meme pages from uh, like literally around the globe, like throughout Africa and, and India. Like I'm constantly just, <laughs> if I see a group and I'm like, that looks interesting enough, I join it. Um, and then as I get older, I find that I like, I can't sleep in anymore is the other thing. And I, I don't okay. want to wake up my wife when I wake up super early. So I just lay in bed and like go through all these fucked up meme pages and just save them all. all anything that's yeah. like so weird. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's I've created this kind of like process. So I do this every day. I save like hundreds of these meme photos. And then I put them on on Twitter all the time. Uh, and then eventually mm-hmm. I'll I'll take them from Twitter and do like a dump of the best ones on my Instagram. Um, I haven't done it recently because I feel like the the tone of the times is not so much uh, like there's a lot of serious shit on social media right now. I don't want to I don't want to get too involved on Instagram, but um, that's generally what I do. And so there are certain pages that I've become obsessed with over the years, and one of them is Wise Gals, uh, which is yeah, it's like this lady who. I don't know how she does it. I, I don't think it's Photoshop, but somehow she adds fedoras that say wise gals onto these glamorous pictures of women and then adds these like really <laughs> amazing captions. Um, and I interviewed her for the 155 newsletter. And that was kind of something I was trying to do for a long time is start interviewing these like, um, like I really like the idea of like interviewing people like that as if they are artists, as if I'm interviewing um as if I'm interviewing like a musician or something. So I interviewed her for the newsletter and it, it went really well. Um, but yeah, it was funny. She yeah. was interesting. She was really serious. She was so serious. Um, or it, it, that's how it came through. Yeah, she was serious. She took it seriously. But I've been trying to, the, there's one named Greetings by Barb E, B-A-R-B and then E. And it okay. has like 140,000 followers and she's this lady from Australia and she's so sick. Like the memes are so <laughs> good and I want to interview her so badly, but she doesn't have open DM. So I just like, when I get too obsessed with it, I just start like commenting on her, on her posts. But I, I like seem like such a spammer cause I'm like, please Wait, open. What is that one called? Please open DMs so I can talk to you. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll paste it in our thing here. It's greetings by Barb E. Um, so anyways, when I was trying to decide what to, what to talk to you about, like, there are like thousands of these horrible memes all over my phone. But the thing is, there's so many that it, it's almost hard to pick just one. Cause it's like, it's kind of becoming yeah. my life's work collecting this garbage from Facebook. But the other thing I was going to ask you is like, do people ever talk to you about, photo management on here or like like um i i almost always ask questions like that and then i sometimes leave it in but i usually end up cutting it out when i'm editing because i assume that no one wants to hear that (laughs) you should yeah you should you gotta stop editing this show i think make it as just leave it completely (laughs) i think once you listen um to like this episode or previous one you'll um you'll get a better idea of like what I mean by editing. It's like really like, it's very obviously edited. <laughs> okay. I see. Like it's, are you in, is this entrapment? Are you trying to make me <laughs> sound sketchy? No, I, well, I, no, I always, um, or not always, but I will like, I'll send you the episode before I post it. I'm not going to try to like, uh, make you sound bad or anything. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, because I like, I see, for example, I get ads for those things where they delete duplicate photos from your phone or something. And yeah, I feel like those I, are a scam. They scare me. I feel like they're going to delete why. the wrong thing, or like they're going to find my yeah. the photo of the, the only back of way, my credit card or like, something. So I don't I don't do this every morning, but like similarly to your thing, something I've started doing like multiple mornings a week is like wake up, make coffee, and then I'll just start deleting old photos on my phone because like it's the only time of the day for whatever reason that I'm like willing to do this horrible task. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's I, like going to take like hours and hours. Like I've been doing it for like months now and I'm like not even making a dent because I'm constantly 
saving and taking more photos. So yeah, but yeah I have, the, I have the photo like, management thing. I don't know. I have, I, I mean, I haven't deleted. And the thing is when my phone gets full, I also don't use the cloud. So then I, mm-hmm. I plug it into my computer and I really hate the Apple Photos app, so I use Image Capture, which is like some old ass thing. And then I plug my phone in manually to the computer, and it takes so fucking long to upload them, and it always crashes. Um, and so I've like just kind of you dump them all in there, and then you delete them all off your phone. Yeah, but I put them on an external hard drive that I've never looked at ever. Like, why am yeah, I doing? Yeah, yeah. And it's mostly screen. It's either like these memes that I've saved or it's me like screenshotting something that a dumb journalist said to be bitchy to another journalist or, you know what I mean? It's like, just like something rude or it's these memes, but I've saved, so I've saved them all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just creating like a sort of a bizarre trail for when I die one day, someone will go through my old photo folder and be like, who the fuck was this guy? (laughs) Like from the external hard drive? Yeah. How many photos do you think you have in there? I don't know. I'm trying to, is there a way to tell how many, okay, I have currently have 12,000, over 12,000 photos on my phone. Okay. Um, and that's since, and- when did I last do the upload? I think since August, 2020. Um, so oh, that, okay, that's not very long at all. You've saved twelve thousand photos. In well, there's a lot of photos. There's months. a lot of photos too. And the thing is, so I was preparing for this. I was like, okay, I got to tell them about how I have all these like mommy memes on here. And then I do obviously yeah. take photos as well. And I have like a, I didn't want to get a bigger phone, but we went on some trips recently. I wanted to take some nice photos, so I got like an Olympus uh, mirrorless camera where you you like upload it to your phone with Bluetooth instead there's no like plug or anything. So I have like some, I, between these like horrible low res, sometimes even hand drawn memes from all around the world. I have these like attempts at nice photography and then I have like normal day to day to day life photos. Um, You know, I was just going through this, these 12, I did, I, I did like a pretty honest quick, but maybe an hour long scroll through these photos. And it was very jarring. I like, I like not only saw all these memes, but I revisited when our cat Woody died. And then we immediately like sold the chair he died in on Facebook marketplace. And then like I saw our vacations, we went on to cheer up. It was like very uh, moving actually to go through this. Yeah. Yeah. I've been finding the same thing in the mornings, like going through and deleting photos. What I'll end up actually doing is just like, more than that, just looking at old photos and like reminiscing about like the chair I sold on Facebook Marketplace or whatever it might <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah, like what? I I don't know why I would never otherwise do that, but it's crazy. Um, yeah, there's yeah. just so much shit like that. You can make me say anything. You can make me say anything. Okay, yeah, let's get to these photos. Okay, so the the one that I like want to talk to you about is actually a photo of a printed out photo. Um, okay, which I I went through my things and I was like, this is the best one that has the best story. Um, so we have to rewind to the year two thousand four when. I was dating my now wife. We actually got married um, in 2005. So I've been married for a long time. And oh, uh, wow. we were dating. How old were you? When, like 19 when you got married? I was, I was 20. I was 20 when we got married. Okay. Um, that's, that's cool. I like that. But yeah, when we were dating, you know, we've always bonded over being kind of a little bit like, like fan type brain people. Like my wife loves the movie E.T., and I love uh, Mad Magazine. I, we used to have like a giant collection of both of those things when we lived in Calgary. Um, but we got rid of it when we moved to Montreal. But like we've always kind of had this like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it to a stranger. Like it's almost, bond through like fan, like fandom of like niche yeah, stuff yeah, or something? Yeah, kind of. But it's like, I feel like even back then in 2004, we like kind of were being camp as well, even though we were like right. young. There's just something... 
like when I first met her, she was like, oh, I have to go to the post office. I just ordered Corey Feldman's rock album on CD from eBay okay. and it's waiting for me. Like okay. there's just this kind of like camp element to it. And so something we bonded. Wait, but her with, thing like extends beyond ET. It's like some 80s like nostalgia or something. It's not even just that though. It's kind of like, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because this, the story, anyways, the story I'm telling, going to tell you is related to Degrassi. Wake up Which I was worried that you weren't Canadian before, but you you must you're aware of Degrassi, obviously. I'm aware. So we we bonded over, uh, I mean, obviously knowing and loving Degrassi as teens, and and then around the time that we were first dating is when Degrassi: The Next Generation came out, and so you know while everyone else was like I guess partying or whatever, we were just like. <laughs> Doing stuff like watching Degrassi: The Next Generation. Okay. And I think like even early, maybe early torrenting or something. I remember there was one night where we were like, because we were so young, and and I mean, just we've we've remained this way for so long, uh, but we were too broke to like do really anything. So I was like. I'm going to, I wish I could remember what I used. Maybe it was a LimeWire or something, but I'm going to download a bunch of Degrassi, the next generation. So we downloaded that and, and just kind of like binged this show. Uh, and it was so fun because we had seen, we'd grown up with the old ones. So like obviously seeing Joey Jeremiah and Snake and the gang was so exciting. And even actually uh, when Sarah, my wife was <laughs> in high school, she had gotten like a behind the scenes VHS of Degrassi like shot by Joey Jeremiah. So no. Oh, like Degrassi junior high. Yeah, I think so. Junior or senior. Yeah. So so she already had like like we were into the lore a little bit and we also were like laughing at ourselves. We were obsessed and then um this was outside of Vancouver, BC at the time. So that's kind of where I grew up and where she was at the time. And we found out that Degrassi was doing a meet and greet at Richmond Center in Richmond. I actually found the mm-hmm. I found the post for it. Um oh, wow. I wish there was a poster, but there's a post. Po- Degrassi, post on Facebook or it's on, is this before? It's on, on Degrassi Degrassi.ca, the unofficial Degrassi oh, okay. website, which still looks really cool. But it says the following cities will host Degrassi the next generation cast members as part of a Canadian mall tour. Each mall will feature four cast members who you can meet Give out autographs, et cetera. This will be your chance to purchase an exclusive Degrassi t-shirt not seen anywhere else. So it was Calgary at Market Mall, October 16th, 2004. Vancouver at Richmond Center, October 23rd. Toronto Eaton Center, October 30th. Halifax, Halifax Shopping Center, November 6th. So we went to Richmond Center, which is not truly in Vancouver, but we went to this event. It was hilarious. And Richmond Center is a mall, right? It's a mall in Richmond, BC. So not, not true Vancouver, but... Um, we went yeah, and yeah. like, it was so funny. It was just fun to go to like this, this kind of ridiculous mall event that the, all, everyone was there from Degrassi, the next generation. I think I actually didn't check when this show came out, but I think this was like season one of Degrassi. Uh, let me just see. When did next generation come out? You know, maybe Paige was there and uh, Hazel was one of the characters. And then, Spike is, she was like a teacher on the And so, most importantly, a young Aubrey Graham was there. Is that his last name? Graham? The man who would later become Drake, uh, very young, was there. And uh, we got a picture with him. That's not the picture I'm going to show you today. But yeah, we got a picture with him. So there's like baby-faced me um, and Drake. And, and notably, he's wearing a Got It For Cheap shirt, which if, you, if you're in the know, that's like, I think it's a, a series of mixtapes or something that were put out by the Clips, who would later, Pusha T would obviously become Drake's adversary. And they were like slinging mud at each other a couple of years ago. And Oh, interesting. Uh, I never he, heard of it. Got It For Cheap. Yeah, yeah, that was like that was like uh, 
I'm just going to do some live Googling. That's what I do while I pod. Yeah, it's a series what of I'm mix- already doing. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a series of mixtapes when, like, it was like, I, I feel like it was Drake being like, I'm like a real head to where that. He was trying right. to show that. And this was before he had, like, worked with Lil Wayne or anything. He's probably just like. Were you, at the time, being there, taking a picture with him? Or were you aware of the mixtapes? I was. Yeah, I was. I, that's the thing. Okay. Like, I was like. I was like, oh, sick. This guy's like a head, you know? But yeah, he, yeah. but he wasn't a rapper yet, but it was like him showing like, I know about rap music. I know about Got It For right. Cheap. And then obviously later on, like Pusha T would be, would write a diss track about his kid or whatever, like that, all that shit that went yeah. down a little while ago. Um, but anyways, that was just kind of a fun little tidbit. Now in 2022, my friend Bruce who lives in Vancouver, who uh, I grew up with in Abbotsford, BC. He used to play in some, we we played in bands that would play together all the time and we'd hang out like every weekend. Good, good long friend of mine, Bruce. Um, and he works full-time at the MCC thrift store, which I don't know if, if you have that in Ontario, but um, it's mm, just- What does that stand for? It's like Mennonite something. Mennonite. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't think we have that. Uh, but it's like, what's the big thrift store in Toronto that's not Value Village? Uh, I guess one? like Salvation Army. Okay, yeah, I it's similar. Know. It actually, it's pretty similar to Salvation Army, but it's for. There's for something Mennonite. called Talese also. I don't know what. Oh, Mennonite Central Committee. That's what MCC stands for. But he, it's funny because he's like, like that was our main hobby when we were teenagers. He was just like going to the thrift store all the time and just like finding cool yeah. shit. I mean, really, folks, that's what we did back in those days before the internet. Um, but he's kind of kept going with that, and he's he works there now. So I think he has, like, he showed me his little work area, and he definitely gets, like, the cream of the crop of cool shit when it comes in. And, and then he, he'll, I think he was, like, auctioning the higher-end stuff for them. He had, like, a side thing where he was helping them auction off, like, more expensive. Anyways, he's, like, he's just, like, a king of the thrift store, really, at this point. Right. Um, And uh, he texted me in June of 2022, and he said, I should have had this up. Uh, He said, sorry, here we go. So, June... 2022, June 15th. Did you and Sarah ever go see Drake at some local mall around here? And I laughed and said, yeah, why? This photo was in a box of donations at MCC. Is that you? And sure enough, there's a photo that Bruce took of someone else's photo that was in some kind of thrift store donation. And it's Drake holding a CTV microphone with a group of people behind them. And you can see... Just like my eyes and hat in the corner. Someone's face is covering me and you can see my wife's Degrassi t-shirt. Um, <laughs> that's it. So, that, so you're, you, you and your now wife are hardly even visible in the we're, picture. We're barely visible, but it's a picture that like 18 years after the event, someone must have printed it out and then donated it to a thrift store. And then my friend Bruce found the picture and sent me this photo. I can't believe Bruce spotted you. I know, like that's 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 on Bruce, really. Like that's I, yeah. I'm wearing like a distinct hat that I used to wear a lot back then. It's kind of like a okay. It's kind of like one of those like, oh god, it's so embarrassing. But you know those like um, capsule army hats that people used to wear in the early two thousands. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of one of those. I think so. One of those kind of hats. So maybe that's how he. Is it, I actually don't is really it green know. Green or black or what is? Yeah, it? it's like army green. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can just kind of see my eye. I mean, it's hard to say. I should have asked Bruce. I should have done a pre-interview with Bruce to ask for more information. He did offer to send it to me. Hey, brother, if you'd like, I could mail the photo to you. Is that something you'd be interested in? And then he never did. And instead, apparently, his wife's flower shop, Studio Full Bloom, on Commercial Drive in Vancouver, has this photo on the wall in the store now. So uh, wait, wait, sorry. What's the store that has it on the wall? Uh, it's called Studio Full Bloom. It's a, a flower shop on Commercial oh, Drive. But they have um, they have Bruce's 
find like the one he found or, the, or yeah just a his 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 wife runs the store so uh okay. i think instead oh, of so oh, instead see, of mailing it to me he they just put it up in the flower shop i guess i see um is it a like is it like a like it's on like photo paper or whatever like or or it's like a piece of paper with a picture on it like printed from like a regular printer no no it's a photo or it's like I, a photograph there's a there's there's a light flare on it and i can't tell if it's either because the other thing that i used to do and i think bruce did this as well and it's kind of the best hobby until it becomes really scary and you have a bunch of photos of little kids that you like feel creeped out about but i used to go to thrift stores and like look through the photo albums and just see if anyone had left any photos in there and i had a collection of like interesting photos that i'd use for collages or record covers but after a while i was like this is getting a bit too creepy so maybe he maybe yeah. that's how he learned to like look at the photos more closely. But it does I look see. it looks like it could either be a photo of a of that it was in an album and it has like that shine on top of it or it's just really glossy, but there is like a light flare on the photo. There's also I, I think there's a a finger in front of the lens or or it's like burnt or something. I don't know. It's there's something there's a weird sort of uh there's some weird markings in the front or like a, something obscuring the image, but it's hard to tell because I am me and because I'm also a coffee head and I'm right beside a Starbucks uh, awning, but I don't know if you'd be able to see that it's me right away or not. Oh, you think like because he saw that Starbucks awning, it like triggered you in his mind also, like just <laughs> it's or something? It's possible. I really don't know. I mean, I just, I don't understand. It's like, and also like, you know, Bruce, I love Bruce, but we're not like, we don't talk every day or anything, you know, like I, right. I, I don't have to scroll back in our chat history to see this photo that he sent me in 2022. So it's not, I don't think I'm front of mind for Bruce all the time. Okay. And wait, I, and then when did it? Bruce, like, send you this text? You said June of what, this year? 2022. Like 2022, yeah, a okay, year ago. Like a year ago. I see. I'm actually, what I'm curious about is if this if this Starbucks is still open in Richmond Center. Because a lot of Starbucks have closed. Wait, yeah, that's true. They have here as well. But I feel like one inside of a mall is more yeah. safe. Oh, it's but if it's the same out. one, it's let's been upgraded. Out. There's There's definitely, it's definitely been upgraded significantly. If if it's or it's moved somewhere else, but I'm also looking at pictures of the Starbucks at Richmond Center in British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to see this picture of Drake in front of it. Um, I think I actually found an old picture of the Starbucks. I'm hope or I'm thinking. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. This says this picture was taken. Oh, in 2012. There's no awning though, so I don't know. I I didn't really mean awning. It's I I used the wrong word. I don't really know. It's just kind of like the signage. I was trying to be pretentious. Okay. Was, you know. Okay. I was trying to just sound cool, but it's not really an awning. It's just kind of like the sign above my head. This is kind of a cool website. It's called StarbucksEverywhere.net, and you can see all the different Starbucks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I actually just looked it up. Uh, Starbucks Richmond Center. Oh, no, this didn't work. But I looked it up on Flickr. I did find, actually, I don't know if this is cheating or not, but I did find someone else at the, at the meet and greet on Flickr. Uh, this is the user Jilly, JillyBeans25 with Lauren Collins, a.k.a. Page. So you can see they did have this big uh, printout. I don't know if it's a stop and repeat or step and repeat or if it's just like a giant banner. But they did, like, they put some okay. effort into this uh, meet and greet. So I think I found it. Uh, no, that's not it. I just dropped you the picture in our. Oh, chat oh, here. you did, you did. Oh, wait. So, oh, okay. What am I? What am I looking at here? <laughs> uh, so this, the Flickr I just <laughs> dropped you. Uh, the Flickr link I just dropped you is someone else at Richmond Center on the same day, but there's no other okay. info. So yeah, yeah. I wish there was more. That's the only picture you could find. Yeah, Jilly that's Beans. All I, I can only find Jilly Beans meeting Page. So. <clears throat> Kind of disappointing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uploaded October twenty fourth, two thousand four. See what else Jelly Beans has taken pictures of. Let me see. She has. She has some other pictures, but no others of. Uh, I don't think from this event. Kind of interesting though. Her other ones. Kind of. <laughs>
Hey everyone. For the past few months, I've been working on this space and I've spent a lot of time, money and energy making this place into what I like to call a creative factory. I can't think of anything else to ask about the photos or anything else that like you wanted to um, touch on about it. Uh, I don't, I think we covered it pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I never, I'm, I'm wondering like, you think if I tried to like reach out to Bruce, you think he would be receptive to that? <laughs> Just ask more questions. I mean, Bruce is a, Bruce is a real enigma and a man of few words, but I think it, it's worth trying for sure. Is he on social media? No, no he's not. He has like, oh, he has like, um. He has like burner accounts that he uses to like yell at BC Transit and stuff. Like he's like, okay. he's he doesn't really post too much, but he has like burner accounts for specific municipal politics reasons, mostly. On second thought, I think I might be like too afraid to try to reach out to him. Yeah, so I feel like you gotta you gotta good. you gotta put in the decades of of friendship to really get past the yeah. And he's the manager of the Mennonite. Uh, used clothing store. I can't. Really, I can't really tell if he's a manager or if he's just like, if he just works there because he loves thrifting so much. I, I don't. Really, I don't really know the I, like details. I know he like has a PhD as well, and then he just immediately went back to the thrift store. I think something like that. He's he's very smart, but he also loves uh, thrifting. I don't see why I presented those as being opposite things because both can be true. <laughs> I love thrifting more than I wish I did. I'm kind of over it, to be honest. I feel like it's too much work I, now. I definitely used to, like now when I do it, I like want to kill myself after because it feels bad for some reason. But I used to like really enjoy it and I could spend so long looking at every single thing in there. Um, but I still do it. I still like have the craving and I'll go, but it's the feeling afterwards is not the same. <laughs> I find I do it and then I just like buy a shirt that sucks because I'm like, oh, I've spent an hour and a half looking. I need to get something. Yeah, and then I I think honestly, like looking through bizarre Facebook posts is my new thrifting because it's still <laughs> the feeling of digging for something. Okay, I'm realizing we've uh, it's kind of been a while, but if you want to do another photo real quick, I would be down. But if if you got to go, that's also fine. Honestly, I think this one is the best to to stick with because, like I said, there's I'll send you like some wise gals as well. And we can, if you want. Yeah, send some wise, send some wise gals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll send you a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> but I really think the the uh, the Bruce times Drake collab is a once in a lifetime um, journey that really needed its, to stand its own. <laughs> I liked it. It's been a, it's been a couple episodes since I've actually had somebody present a photo with a story. Like you, the last few have just been like like not to hate on the past few guests, but <laughs> they've been just like photos of nothing kind of. Oh, uh, really? Do people do like photos of their kid or like their nephews or something? That would suck. That'd I, be so that boring. Would, that would kind of be interesting in my opinion. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, the last guy did like five different like memes that were just like AI generated memes oh, for whatever reason. I and the one that. before that was like a, uh, some something they like got sent to them on Snapchat, which was okay. And then um I don't really remember. I'm gonna look real quick. Before that it was uh yeah, it was another bad one and then yeah, what it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think But this thing- one this one like sorry, yeah, go on. There is one more thing I wanted to say about the photo, and I think this is kind of a moral question for how it should be presented when i had it in my camera roll i had flipped it to be uh horizontal because it's a vertical it's a horizontal photo that's presented vertically i've saved it from bruce again vertically so i don't know like it's interesting because we're talking about who does the photo belong to and this one has many layers of who does the photo belong to it does it belong to the person who took the original cool pics does it even belong to the printer? Does it belong to the MCC Corporation or Bruce? Or does it now belong to me giving it to you? I'm not sure. So I'm hesitant to rotate it the correct way. Well, I'm confused. Like It's like a landscape 
picture initially? Like the actual printout is like the printout is the printout is landscape. The version that Bruce sent is a portrait. So now we're now we're stuck. But it's like side. But it was sideways. Exactly. It's exactly. So it's it's on its side. I'm just gonna try to go back to June 2022 when I saved this and see what I did because I'm not sure. Like, it's just a question of kind of intent and ownership of which way the photo should be displayed. Yeah, this is kind of like a problem I run into sometimes where I never know what to do actually, but more often than not, I'll end up like just even if the photo's um, landscape or portrait or whatever, I'll end up like squishing it into a square, oh. which seems like I always feel kind of like rude about it. And then no, but no one ever <laughs> says anything. <laughs> and, but you're not like distorting the stretch of it, are you? Uh, well, there, there's one in particular where like it was a picture of like this, the person who was on the podcast and then like their family and then, but it was like landscape and then I squished it into a square and it kind of just made them all look like kind of bad or fucked up or something and then and then I just didn't ever said anything and I was like whatever it doesn't really matter that much I think wow so so would you but I feel like if I was them I would have been kind of pissed about that a little bit I mean it's your show though so maybe is is the show less about the picture itself and more about the journey of getting there that's why you show such disregard for for the image or no it's because um I I don't like I like posting things as as a square <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I think there's a pretty good crop on mine that could be made into a square too. But but again, it depends on how you feel about which way it should be displayed because <clears throat> that's really... Um, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll just make the executive decision on that. <laughs> Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I can't even find it in my photo roll now. Oh. Is that cheating yeah, that I downloaded it again for the show? Did I fuck everything up? Download it from where though? From uh, from iMessage. Oh no, it's the same picture. Okay, it yeah, it is. It is. We're good. just like I no, think. I feel like I took this exercise more seriously than you did, in a way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I I got. I do need to get more serious about it. I don't. I don't know how. I've taken it less serious than this. I'll say that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, if if that's good for you. Yeah, that was good. Is there any other like final shout outs you would maybe want to make or something? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's always been shout out to Bruce and it always will be. So shout out to Bruce once and forever. Bow down to the podcast mafia. Thank you for listening. 